I feel I can speak from experience when I share that whether you choose to be you wholly, completely, you're going to ruffle feathers. And if you choose to dim your light, to contort and control the amount of yourself you choose to share, distributing diluted droplets of your whole self, you'll probably upset someone too. Therefore, I ask, what makes you feel most whole? What makes you feel most free? Both are uncomfortable, somewhat. But I am certain that the moment I stopped prioritising other people's perceptions of me, it freed up some space. You're listening to I Feel For You, and this is episode 49. I'm Dion, your host, and I'm a human being. And I'm interested in us all getting free and reclaiming pleasure and remembering who we are. And I use different tools to support people to do that one-to-one and in groups, in public, in real life and online in the information superhighway, on the information superhighway. Is that what we're calling it now? Should we take it back? Anyway, so as you probably gathered, I'm talking about something that's close to my heart about when perhaps you're feeling out of place and like you don't belong and maybe you're craving connection and community but it's challenging or it can be challenging and this episode really at the heart of it is about learning to trust yourself when you're on this quest of building, seeking and creating community with other people and I wrote this piece earlier this year, I think, and it followed up from something I wrote but didn't share yet. A piece called What About Your Friends Inspired Yes by the first ever TLC song I ever heard. Shout out to 1992. And I'm really interested in discussing adult friendships and also community because it's at the core of my work, connecting with others because I'm interested in us connecting to ourselves so that we can be there for each other and grow right? Evolve, make this world a better place and so on. So this episode covers some of the challenges in finding your community where you can feel safe to be who you are. And that includes stuff like dealing with difficult people, competitiveness, the transience of life and people, macro and microaggressions, codependency, fake arsery, being other and being told to be smaller and less you, sort of the opposite of everything that you want, right? (laughs) So I'm sharing some practical wisdom I've learned whilst being out here practicing being myself and taking up space in the world in life and in work and dealing with other people's perceptions. So I hope that by the end of this show, you might feel more confident to go out there and embrace your whole self and find some peace in who you are and what you're doing and creating in this world and also how you do that and inhabit your own truth and your life. And that's important. So here's to hope and trust and finding freedom from and in loneliness. I really hope you enjoy the show. And it does contain swearing. So if there are sensitive ears in the house, maybe put some headphones on. Thanks for listening and thanks for being here. As always, I appreciate you so, so much. It's strange in ways, I guess, the internet, I mean. I've made what I feel like are great relationships thanks to this box and wires and um, 
ether, but my soul feels lonely where I'm living. I'm approaching 40 this coming February, for which I feel flipping grateful for, yet also a deep longing, an aching loneliness. My life has been transient throughout my four decades on Earth, never one place too long, 20 different schools, approaching 50 jobs in multiple careers, various countries, towns, cities, villages, rural laybys, lol. A transient hobo, but grateful and yearning. I work between the UK and Norway mostly, which I'm told sounds impressive, but to be honest, it's ridiculously exhausting, but again, grateful still. I'm at a loss, a mix forever, a confused gelatine ooze of matter, seeking, searching, trying to be-ing, hoping, most of all, for connection. That real shit, you know? When we learned how to get on MySpace and connect with folks who felt like us across the waters and somehow made homes in hearts and the internet seemed somewhat innocent and, dare I say, authentic... Is my age messing with my memories? I don't know. But I do know those hashtag real friends ain't so much where I live. Not so many left here in Brighton. Sure, I have treasured incredible women and people in my life. I adore them. But many of them are far away. Far, far away. And many with busy lives of their own. Often with families and maybe complicated situations, some without. And I understand this, for I've had my fair share, constantly on the move, grafting my arse off to create a whole-ass person, rounded and exploring every curiosity, feeding creative thirst whilst getting my bills paid. I was transient, am, never affected because my eyes were always focused on the middle distance. This place that I was getting to where I'd somehow feel free. Yes, I think it's freedom I was seeking and still am. But in different ways now, because I understand my freedom resides in me. It's creativity. It's learning to thrive rather than survive in the world. It's my hunches and gut feelings. It's my intuition and my focus. It's my dreams and my realities. That sounds vague, but I guess my being, taking up space, choosing what I give energy to, dealing with my own shit and recognising I can't control what goes on outside, but I certainly can on the inside. It's allowing myself to touch joy as well as sadness. It's understanding impermanence. It's practising presence. It's trusting myself and allowing myself to trust in others too that last one's really hard actually it all is but that last one takes me all the way out it knocks me sideways it has me screw facing not because I can't trust in others but I'm laden with yearning a hope to finally find true friendships that don't sidle into codependent territory that have burned me out burned burnt when I want to feel turned <laughs> I'm longing to find more of those like-minded folks to call friends. Not that fake arsery that exists, and that's not just on the internet. Actually, I think even more in real life, at least often where I live, to be honest, is this shady, I don't care, real friends. I can't help but think of that in a Kanye voice, sorry. 
True friends that don't require you've grown up in the same town or had similar topographical experience or job relations or friendship circles that happen to cross. I'm looking for those who also know or at least hold space for physical transience. For introverted weirdos who love to dance and want to go to a public roller rink that plays 90s R&B so badly it hurts, but don't like the idea of many very busy public crowds because... We can't have deep talk, real talks as easily due to my social anxiety and energy it takes for that social interaction to take place. Friends who read together, talk all night together, hopefully over a feast of food, Indian ideally, or Caribbean food, a glass of organic wine too, perhaps who make movie nights together as events, themed dress if you feel like it, babes, day trips to talk to sheep somewhere or spontaneous gallivants to somewhere warm ideally. Moments huddled in coffee shops, lost in conversation, spanning lifetimes. The kinds you don't have to explain the most basic stuff to explaining, over-explaining, like why do you have to code switch in certain situations? The kinds who show up and have your back for the fuckery, stepping in to confront the daily macro and microaggressions that are sadly inevitable in my real life. Friends to be silent with to be still with? Where do you go? What do you do? How do you behave? I don't like that word. Because I sure as hell know that I'm too much and folks can't stand the sight of me because I look like a bitch apparently. Well, that's what they tell me and I wish it weren't so and I wish I knew what kind of face would make them happy but... I have hunches that tell me what kind of faces are acceptable to them and the knowing that I've felt since a grown-ass woman screamed in my face, what the hell are you looking at, you fucking bitch, whilst existing and crossing a road at age seven. Somehow my face, or is it my skin, seems to upset people. I live in a white place white-dominated spaces. I'm very aware whilst trying not to be aware that I am alone in many ways that I lack the feeling of family, chosen or by blood, that has my back, who stand by me, who try to understand my experience of the world, even if they can't relate to what it's like to walk in these shoes. Under constant surveillance, being othered, oppressed, humiliated, assaulted, abused, taken for granted, overlooked, assumed stupid or less than, tokenised, judged, hated, ridiculed, taunted... It's lonely, often. And gathering in safe spaces is my only refuge. Too few and far between sustains me, offers life force, joy and love, which are remedies I'm only beginning to understand the magnitude of. And I realise I'm not your average yogi slash yoga person slash yoga teacher slash person practising yoga slash insert other related label here. Realised that I've never really fitted into the modern description of what a yoga teacher is. That was rammed into me pretty clearly when I started teaching with a lot of criticism coming from other yoga teachers about my style and approach. I just happened to be around a number of them that had this view and for a long time I felt this was the yoga community that everyone would speak of. I avoided teaching in studios and would dread meeting other teachers as the pattern kept repeating itself for years like a weird connection when I think we were connecting to connect, but somehow or other 
some kind of weird competitive thing would occur and I'd feel bruised. I've never been interested in competing with anyone, yet it's something that has come up for me over the years, being offered out by others or noticing that I'm a trigger to someone. Since I was a young girl, I've been told, you think you're nice, huh? Told that people feel threatened because I don't behave like a normal yoga person slash coach slash DJ, etc. I mean, what the hell? Told by existing that I'm creating conflict. So I tried to be small, unseen, quiet, practice faces that might not be so threatening. Made my hair smaller. The same stuff happened. So... What wisdom do I gather from this pattern? Well, I feel I can speak from experience when I share that whether you choose to be you, wholly, completely, you're going to ruffle feathers. And if you choose to dim your light, to contort and control the amount of yourself you choose to share, distributing diluted droplets of your whole self, you'll probably upset someone too. Therefore, I ask, what makes you feel most whole? What makes you feel most free? Both are uncomfortable, somewhat. But I am certain that the moment I stopped prioritising other people's perceptions of me, it freed up some space. And I'm not saying that I'm not affected by other folks because there are always people who will like to tell you what they think about you and what you can and cannot do. But truly, to amplify that voice over your own vision and truth and life, that's a shame. You are on your own trip and sure we ride alongside each other sometimes but you have to be at peace with who you are, what you are doing and saying and creating in this world. And that includes chewing some excruciating pies when we've learned from our own ignorance for example as Miss Angelou said it best when you know better you do better. If you're preoccupied with other people's needs for you to be something, somehow, somewhere else, because there's always going to be opinions and discomfort in you being your whole self, right? Which is a clear demonstration of other people's own triggers and discomfort in living their own uncomfortable untruths. If you prioritise their noise and the distraction that pulls you from being present in your own lived experience and learning moments, you step out of your power, your centre. By inhabiting all that you are, your truth, your life, and really pay attention to that, there are so many more benefits for all of us. Because we need you to be you. We need you to live your whole ass life. Not the idea of one that looks pretty neat or emulate what you think should be done. When you start paying attention to your journey, your inklings, your voice, There is an opportunity for a powerful connection, a radical and transformational possibility. You align with yourself. You become embodied, more astute, more connected in every way. Because when you're connected to yourself, things get clearer and you can show up more for everybody else, right? You radiate a different kind of energy. I think that it's trust which is rooted in hope. Because I think you need to have hope in order to place your trust in something. You're not ruled by fear. Instead, there's a knowing. A sense of purpose, I think. 
Am I talking in riddles or is this making any sense? Do you know what I mean? I'm talking about trusting yourself. Which, sure, comes with experience, but not always. It's a practice. It's a practice of listening, paying attention, being present, at least practicing presence and connection. And when I practice all of these things, I remember. I remember the people I'm lucky to have in my life, wherever they are in the world. I remember to pay attention to the moment so I can meet other people from that place of connection. It sounds bizarre, but truly it's radical. In those times when I feel alone, hungry for connection without having to explain myself or what I am or any of that stuff and instead meet people on that very real level, I try to remind myself to pay attention to that get really present and really clear. I feel different. I see differently. And this is something I've written about before on the blog and on Instagram, that I am that person who will go up and talk to a stranger based on a feeling, a pull of energy. I'll probably compliment them, start a conversation. I don't know. I can't explain it. But those moments feel like magic. Those are the truth. And I feel like in those moments, we're literally just mirrors reflecting each other, you know? What is that saying? We're all just walking each other home. Do you know what I mean? So to those of you, especially those of you that feel out of place, out of sorts, like you don't belong, you feel the odd one out, you feel oppressed. You crave connection, you crave community. It's there, it's out there. And I'm here for you. So if you ever want to talk, you ever want to reach out, you know how to get in touch. But most importantly, the ultimate connection is the connection to yourself. Because with that, you create the potential to connect with others. So use your energy wisely. I'm encouraging you, cheering you on, and I'm here for you. So reach out and touch. Okay, I've done that one before, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Get in contact. Tell me what you think. Have you had aha moments with strangers? If you had a moment where you remember your power, especially in times when you felt excruciatingly alone, or do you struggle to remember who you are? Do you struggle to create space for yourself, take up space in the world? I would love to know. I'd love to hear from you. Let's talk. So that's it, my friends. You've reached the end of the show and you win a prize. I know. Head over to ifeelforyoupodcast.com this is episode 49 leave me a comment in the show notes and you'll get a prize you'll get a little treat yeah i appreciate you so much for being here for listening obviously feel free to check out the blog if you're looking for more resources you can find that at my site dion.space forward slash blog also if you want to receive love notes from me i send out a digest sometimes weekly sometimes less than weekly it depends on what's going on but it's always filled with love and inspiration and tidbits and treats so if you're into that and you're not already subscribed feel free you can check it out head to dion.space forward slash digest so that's it my friends thank you so much for all of your support with the show it truly means the world i can't even convey in words or even in like hand movements that i'm doing right now you can probably hear them wafting um how much it means to have your support for this show i make it for you this is a labor of love and just to know that it resonates means the world so if you feel like it if you dug the show and you found it useful at all 
also feel welcome to leave me a review, perhaps, on iTunes. I think that's where it matters the most so that other like-minded good people can find the show. And the link for that will be in the show notes. Ifeelfeepodcast.com. This is episode 49. See you for the next one.